Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to Bitchin'. This is the show where every week we talk about a different person. We dissect them, we veer wildly off track, and at this point, (laughs) I'm just kind of treating this show as some sort of time capsule for... Our insanity. For the inevitable disintegration of the current world. I like that you think this is what people are going to go to, rather than, you know... BBC News. Well, I'm just hoping everything else will get destroyed and then I can have some sort of legacy, like I'm Alexander Hamilton. Do you think that you will... Do you believe in reincarnation? Well, not literally, no. Mm. But I, as I get older, I do see how we're all connected in a weird sort of way, which I kind of feel is like a sort of reincarnation. I met a um, costume designer once who'd been to regression therapy and been told that in a previous life she was a pirate and she was so blown away by this because she always puts people in boots in everything. So she was completely convinced. Did she take ayahuasca as well? Is that a drug? Yeah. (laughs) Probably. Did she like go in a hut and do it? Because I wonder if I've had the same (laughs) costume designer. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I thought it was something pirates did, take Ayahuasca. No, I don't know. Probably. Did she put you in some boots? She put me in some boots. No. With buckles. Swash buckles. Why? I totally get it. I get it. Sometimes you feel like the spirit of someone else is with you. And you feel connected to your ancestry. Mm -hmm. And um, also the world is completely incomprehensible, isn't it? So why not think, oh, well, I was a pirate. Maybe I was a pirate and that explains why I like parrots so much. That explains why I love mutiny so much. I love the ocean waves. Do you know what the best um, pirate film is? Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah, I actually agree with you. Isn't it great? Yo, ho, ho. Fucking slap! I know, I know, I know. Professional pirate. I know. Are you mad? Professional pirate is probably one of my favorite musical theatre songs of all time. It's so good. Cabin fever. Oh, classics. also slaps. I used to have the Muppet Treasure Island PC. The game. game. The, game. the game. Oh my god, me too. Oh my god, I loved the game. Oh, I'm going to try and find it on YouTube. Oh my god, I This is what I did a couple of weeks ago. I found, like, all the PC games that I used to play when I was a kid. And I looked for them on YouTube. Oh my god, it was was like regression therapy. Honestly, honestly, honestly. So I've been having exactly the same thing because my parents moved to Bristol from Birmingham probably about six years ago now and they're just unpacking the boxes of mine and my brother's stuff and so every zoom call we have every week they bring out like the what's that what's that game show where they come out with the the price is right no 
know where they have the conveyor belt? What's that one called? Generation game. Yeah, we have like a Zoom generation game where they... And the nostalgia of those PC, CD-ROMs. I'm just sending you oh Muppet gosh. Treasure Island PC playthrough. Oh my gosh, this is what you should do on your um, Twitch. Is it called like Twitch? play through um, nostalgia games. I was thinking about that. Did you ever play Barbie Detective? No. Barbie Detective slapped. That was like in a fairground and you had to catch the shadow man. Oh my gosh. And like you'd just be playing and then a fucking shadow would like run past in the background and you shit yourself aged eight years old because you've never seen anything as scary in your whole life. I'm sorry, but I can't listen to anything you're saying because I'm about to burst into tears just watching this. I know, doesn't it just, like, fucking the sound of it? And all the things that I'd forgotten. Oh, my god. Do you remember the bit where you've got to get the molasses Yeah, the molasses, the molasses and the big barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the bit I was going to say. Why is that such a vision? Oh, look at this, the parrot. Oh, my God, I'm trying on the different costumes in the mirror. Do you remember? (gasps) Oh, my God. Um, Did you ever play Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Yes. I did. Oh, I should play that as well. I've forgotten yeah, about that game. Get that up. Carmen San Diego, man. She is a tricky bitch. I know. I didn't Where understand what the world? was going on. I used to have to play it with my brother because I was like, you know, it's piecing together. Clues. Oh my god! Oh my god! I've just found it. We send it. Send it. Yeah. There's only six minutes of it, but. Oh, I need to find this. This should be what you do on Twitch. Nostalgia game. <gasps> Where in the world? With all the different characters. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, and the the Acme chief. Oh, my gosh. This is so not interesting for anyone who hasn't played either Muppets <laughs> Treasure Island PC game or Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Yeah, I've got no idea how we're going to go from this to Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> but I assume we'll figure it out in a couple of minutes. Well, I guess it's about nostalgia, isn't it? Because what is the nostalgic Reese Witherspoon film for um, you? It has to be... I was about to say Bridget Jones's Diary. The other one with the blonde lady in it. Legally Blonde! Great film. One of my favourite films, I think. Of all time ever. Yeah, I just love it. We re-watched it during lockdown and we also re-watched Legally Blonde too, which obviously... Is, have you seen it? It's not as good, but I don't remember it, actually. It's not as good, but if you've just seen Legally Blonde 1, it's quite a high, really. And they do this doggy dance, which Matt, my living person, has become absolutely obsessed with and found all the videos of how they choreographed it. And I think is potentially, in his own time, learning the doggy dance. Well, why not? It's amazing. There was a brief moment in lockdown where I was like, I'm going to learn Britney Spears dances. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you should. You absolutely should. Mm. Her old school stuff or the ones she's doing on Instagram at the moment? No, I can't freestyle like Britney does. <laughs> she speaks from her soul. She really does. I love her so much. I just want her to be okay. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, because the thing is, she's not allowed to publicly talk about the conservatorship. Like, that's part of the... Yeah. They've come out and denied loads of stuff, though. The dad said that it's not him, it's this other woman who has got the actual conservatorship like he passed it over to somebody else outside of the family mm. i don't know how much it's just him because he, he has done there aren't records of him doing bad things so how much we trust him i don't mm. know but it's really hard to know what's going on isn't it yeah britney but we're not talking about britney we're talking about my true love and soulmate reese witherspoon 
Why is she your true love? Because she's just, I'm such a misogynist, but she's just such a cute little blonde lady. <laughs> <laughs> she's so fit, yeah. She's just she's so beautiful. gorgeous. I just, I just, I just fancy her. I just love her. I just want to. Aren't you obsessed with her face? Yeah. Her face I love and her, her chin. Hair, her cheeks, her smile with her teeth. Mm. She's just beautiful and perfect. Mm. Okay, well, well thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> So I saw this interview with her where she said, shall I read a Wikipedia page? Mm-hmm. Because as that a tradition... That is how we like to do things over here. Laura Jeanne Reese Witherspoon, born March 22nd, 1976, which makes her 44, can you believe it, is an American actress, producer and entrepreneur, the recipient of various accolades, including an Academy Award, two Golden Globes and a Primetime Emmy Award. She's- Golden Globes. <laughs> Golden Globes. She's one of the highest paid actresses in the world. And the Time, Time Magazine, 100 Most Influential Huge mood. People, Forbes listing her among the world's 100 Most Powerful Women in 2019. Yeah, I was going to get included in that, mm. but they didn't want to make I subscribed other people feel. to Forbes yesterday, last night. Feel bad. Did you? <laughs> Why? I decided that um, I wanted to know about statistics and business and the economy. Why did you choose Forbes? They had an article on um, the probability of a vaccine being created in 2020. And mm. they talked about all the statistics. And I was like, God, I'm stupid. And I don't understand any of this. So I thought, well, I'll subscribe. But also you kind of had to subscribe to read the article, to be honest. Right. Um, but then That's how they get that's you. That's how they get you. But I'm excited to learn more. I'll tell you all the things that I learn. Oh, yeah, please do. What is the probability? Well, <laughs> there's a question. Um, guys, it's not good news. <laughs> it's really, the, basically the article was like, we don't know. If you look at it in terms of how it looks in the news, it's looking really positive. This Oxford lady is doing a really good job. But if you look at the actual like betting odds, it's really bleak. And I don't really understand. That was when I was like, oh, I don't really get the statistics of this. It's like a one in five chance of being before spring 2021 which obviously is quite low it's a one in what chance five this is according to different there are different right. sources with different you know stats so that's like a 20 percent chance good math it'll be in the next year or so Da-da-da-da. so reese witherspoon so great. reese witherspoon is she has a nice face and we like looking at it she's also a great actress oh my gosh she's the best she's the best one of all of them she was Married to Ryan Philippe, who I have been told is a person who exists. I have no idea who he is, um, but from looking at his Wikipedia page, it seems the best time of his life was when he was married to Reese Witherspoon, and subsequently, it's not been great. There's been a lot of domestic violence, harassment, accusations, shall we say, surrounding him, and uh, there we go. Not not in the case of him and Reese, at least. Nothing publicly. They co-parent their kids, yeah, I think. And yeah, they've got a daughter and a son, don't they? And their daughter is an actress. She kind of had a dip in her career, didn't she? Where she got into her thirties and she was being passed up for roles. Mm. Are you? How do you feel about getting older as an actress? Really good about it because I'm not mm. Reese Witherspoon. I think it's really different yeah, if you're, same. you know, hotty hotty, hotty. 
<laughs> She's... It is actually, it's easier when you're young if you're really fit, but then when you get older, they just don't know what to do with you anymore because you're really fit, but you're not young. Yeah. But she had that, in, she had a conversation with her tax person, didn't she, where they basically were preparing her for the fact when she was in her 30s, but they were like, increasingly as you go into your 40s, this amount of money is going to significantly decrease. So here are the things we can do to protect it. And that was kind of the trigger point that she talks about of setting up her own production company because she was like, absolutely not going to take yeah. that. I'm going to keep on. Well, and that's part of the reason. I'm not saying that I'm about to go be cast in Big Little Lies, but I do think she has made getting older as an actress seem less scary because there are just so many more roles for middle age. She's really taken it into her own hands, which I think is really inspiring and cool. She's like the Should true... we do that? Should we set up a production company? <laughs> oh, yeah. What would we call it? Two... Big swinging tits. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to get as far, isn't it? Massive swinging tits. No, I can I can get this. Come on. Uh, swing tit. Swing tit. That That's quite... Um, titty swing. Titty swing. Mm. Sounds like a swing of titties, doesn't it? It sounds like a porno site, whereas... Whereas swing... big swinging titties doesn't... No, swing tit. It's like if you want to read something dirty into it, that's your problem. It's like a little swooping bird. A swing tit. Yeah, it's like a blue tit. We'll workshop it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So basically what happened was my dictaphone ran out of memory, didn't it, halfway through... So we think that we got to the part where we were talking about our big titties film company. (laughs) Yeah, our big tits film company that we're going to set up, which is not a porno company. So I basically think that we were talking about how great Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere are, which were her two Netflix, no, her two Amazon TV shows. I did talk about about that for about 15 minutes. I think it's probably good that it got deleted because basically just... Why? What's happened? No, it's in, it was just boring. Just me going, oh, the show's just go really watch them. good, yeah. Just go watch them. I don't think it was boring. Hey, listen, you're doing a really good job. Thanks, don't be so hard on yourself. Thanks, They're really good shows. She does good casting for middle-aged ladies. Should we talk about her DUI? Oh, yes, let's talk about why she's bad. <laughs> she did one bad thing in her whole she life. She did one bad thing in her whole life. And have you seen that the, I don't know if someone did a poll on it or there was basically this article yeah. being like her popularity has gone up since she did it because 
the the thing that makes Reese Witherspoon a bit annoying, and I have friends who find her a bit annoying, is she's so squeaky clean. She's mm. such like angel, isn't she? And she's almost too perfect. And so I think people quite mm. like seeing this side to her where she basically got pulled over in a car by some police officers and she essentially did the equivalent of don't you know who I am she was like you're gonna be so embarrassed when you find yeah so actually it wasn't her who drove drunk it was her husband um which doesn't make it any better I just want to say categorically that I think driving drunk is probably one of the worst things that you can actually do very um it is very selfish I I've really taken a hard line on it recently because there was um, a family who were killed near around where I live um, because of a drunk driver. And um, all the family died apart from the mum. So it was the her husband, her two kids and her dog uh, got hit by a drunk driver it's and they completely died. completely unimaginable, isn't it? Yeah. And it's all because of one person's incredibly selfish actions. And I just think it's an abhorrent thing to do. Um, and that person then as well has to live with that. That's, that's yeah. the thing. It's not like... I think There every, are no winners. Everybody thinks they're Everyone's invincible. just fucked. It's interesting. I was listening to this... Uh, it was ages ago. It was about psychologically how we've built our criminal justice system to be very luck-based. It's called something like mora- morality luck or luck morale. I can't remember. I'm not clever enough. But we... Two people could um, be driving in the same manner... They could even be drink driving, but if one person kills somebody and one person doesn't, then the person who kills someone obviously gets a much bigger punishment. But the action is completely exactly the same. Mm. If you were to put someone in prison for drink driving, if there hadn't been any actual consequences, we would view that as being deeply unfair. Which which actually, if you think about the, you know, the action is still the same, isn't it? And the outcome could have been the same. I wish I could remember what it's called. Morality something. Anyway. Mm. But Should I, think... I read her apology? Yeah. Because I think it was a good apology. Okay, first of all, we'll say what actually happened. I mean, I have to say she looks so ashamed in her mugshot. Reese Witherspoon says she's deeply embarrassed about what she said to police during the arrest of her and her husband during a traffic stop in Atlanta. Do you know my name? Witherspoon is quoted as asking <laughs> the state trooper. You're about to find out who I am. Oh, it's and so you're about to be on national news. Cringe. The Oscar-winning actress released a statement late Sunday apologising for her behaviour to police that began when her husband, Hollywood agent Jim Toth, was arrested early Friday for driving under the influence of alcohol. I clearly had one drink too many and I am deeply embarrassed about the things I said. It was definitely a scary situation and I was frightened for my husband but that is no excuse. I was disrespectful to the officer who was just doing his job. I have nothing but respect for the police and I'm very sorry for my behaviour. Well, I'm, actually, that's not that great an uh, apology. She's basically sorry about what she said to the police officer rather than sorry yeah. about the drink driving. Sorry about the fact that you could have killed someone. But it's because at the time that was the thing. People were so excited to have seen her behaving like that once she... It mm. wasn't about... The, the story wasn't about the drink driving. It was about the fact she mm. said, you're going to find out what my name is and you're going to be on the paper because she, she clearly views herself as being really powerful. Also, I don't know if you've seen the clip, but she keeps shouting that she's an American. She's an American citizen. I'm an American, I'm an American. And it slightly symbolises, and I know that this is kind of to generalise what a lot of Americans Mm. feel, but it's like, I'm American, therefore I'm exempt from certain things. 
which I actually think is more embarrassing than the don't you know who I am. She made a, she made a better apology, actually, um, later on. Two weeks later, Witherspoon went on Good Morning America and called the incident completely unacceptable. It's just completely unacceptable and we are so sorry and embarrassed. I think we made a mistake and it was something that will absolutely never happen again. We thought we were fine to drive. <laughs> well, clearly not. <laughs> and we absolutely were not. We know better and we shouldn't have done that. Just think though, right, she is so famous. She's like, we read in yeah. the Wikipedia, one of the highest paid actors in the world. She's going to have eyes on it at all times, paparazzi mm. on it at all times. And this is the one thing that she's done that's not been good. I think that's yeah, and like, good going. I guess everyone's having conversations about this at the moment, about like what the function of the police is and is there a world in which we don't have police? And what what is it in us that is seeking punishment for someone who's done a, something wrong, always the right thing. And is it is it an ideal? Is punishment an ideal? I don't really know because I I know how I react when I read about something that makes me really angry or upset. Mm. You know, especially like rape cases and murder cases and stuff. But my own feeling isn't necessarily. I know how I I know that people should be protected. That, that's how I feel. I feel like protecting people is a thing that is worth striving for, but... There's a great Planet Money. Have you have you ever listened to that podcast? I really like it. They're, they're only 15 minutes and they make you feel so much smarter. And there's one about defunding the police. And they say how particularly in America, the main thing that police officers do is traffic control. And no one mm. really ever formally decided that that was going to be within the control of the police. And I don't think it's that people are saying you shouldn't be punished for speeding or you shouldn't be or at least there shouldn't be rules about how traffic operates, but is there a different body that can be responsible for that? And why is that the police that's kind of in charge of those Mm. things? Because most Americans' interaction with the police will be at the side of a road, Um, which, yeah, no, I don't know if it... And apparently lots of police officers get really frustrated because actually that's not why they got into the police to be monitoring people's people's Mm. speed in a car. And particularly in America, but also the prison system in America just doesn't work. If what people are worried about is crime, you know, it's the biggest reoffending nation on the planet, isn't it? Um, mm. And it, and I, I think that's directly because of the criminal justice system and how brutal it, it is. But yeah, I guess it's hard when change happens really uh, gradually, doesn't it? And when people talk about like a really radical, immediate change... I think people are fearful for what the replacement system is because so many systems are built really gradually over time. And I do understand. I do understand the kind of human fear of that. But if you just look at like the damage that the police, particularly in America, but also absolutely here as well. But we love research. But yeah, it's it's good that she apologised. And I think basically my point was that... Police is bad. Great, thanks, yeah. (laughs) I guess my point was obviously... It's good to have emotions and feelings. It's also good to use those feelings to be like, hey, it's really good that she apologised and that she didn't kill anyone. And the hope, that then being the hope that she will never do it again. She that she's learned will, from it. Yeah. I think I think more because of the public humiliation than the fear of... Well, that's murder. it at the moment. Public humiliation is just... And no, lots of people won't admit to this, but it's because it feels good. It feels good to have a go at someone else. Particularly and people won't so admit that about themselves. Clean and they're so perfect. I think people really like seeing a sort of edgier side to Angel Reese. 
Mm. But if you think about it as well, because she's been famous since she was so young. Like, her first film, she was a teenager. And the fact that she's remained so stable and apparently sturdy, she's a very religious person. So when um, somebody interviewed her for Big Little Lies and they also interviewed, I always want to call her Catherine Zeta-Jones, but it's not the Australian thin woman in Big Little Lies. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Um, they interviewed the two of them and apparently they'd be sitting in the makeup chair and Nicole would say to Reese, don't you ever think about death? And Reese would be like, no, because, <laughs> because I love Jesus. Jesus. I'm Nicole Kidman and you're Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> don't oh you ever think about God. death? <laughs> That's Mood. so accurate. That's <laughs> she's seriously just, like, she was brought up in, you know, she's Southern American, which I really love. She was brought up in this very, like, happy, clappy, religious household. And she's always been told that Jesus loves her and that she's going to heaven and everything will be fine. And I think that's so nice. That's mm. so nice. Because it's not true. <laughs> oh, I hate you. I hate some days. I just want to crack on with my life and I come on here. No, I think it's it's great that she believes that. But I don't know, I guess I feel sometimes with religious people, it's like... I can find myself also all sometimes being a bit patronising and I don't really want to be like that about grown people. So, like, I obviously respect people's beliefs. A small cynical part of me does slightly think it's very easy to be like, Jesus loves me and everything happens for a reason when you've got 16 mansions and you yeah. look like Reese Witherspoon. But someone's got to be having the best life ever and I think... You know, there's someone out there having the best life and there's someone out there having the worst life and I would say maybe Reese is the person having the best life. Do you think so? I think potentially she's up there. Top mm. ten. Because, let's recap, religious, so she believes death isn't a big deal. Totally it's fine. whatevs, TBH. Sick career, sick acting career. Really, uh, really good chin. Excellent chin, excellent face and general, she's been hot her whole life has a husband has children has a little book club which is very successful yeah she's just big time big time success so and her garden is really nice does she post it on instagram she does i love watching her in her garden on instagram just having a lovely time you can find all of her houses as well on like some property websites somewhere and they show how many how many houses does she have that's a question inside how many houses do you want so this is the thing, she turns me into a massive capitalist because obviously this isn't the key to happiness, owning several mansions. Oh, but it does help. It does help. I well, I mean, you've seen Parasite, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you spend half of Parasite going, yeah, God, it would be great to live there, wouldn't it? That's what the, the film's about, is how great it would be to live there. That's why they all do the, like, unbelievable shit that they do in the film, is to... They want that life of of comfort yeah. and of joy, and oh, really but that's like something them. everyone should have. But you can't blame people for living in a bunker to do that. I'd probably live in a bunker oh. in Reese Witherspoon's house. Here we go. She's got oh, that's her. She's got a Bel Air mansion, or maybe right. these are places she has lived because that was with Ryan Felipe. Mm. Then there's lots of internal pictures of that on loveproperty.com forward slash gallery list forward slash 72274 forward slash inside Reese Witherspoon's amazing property portfolio. 
then do you do this online do you look on right move online yeah I yeah i do this and i put no max on the amount of yeah money cost me to buy oh god i'm really gonna love this site so she's got a mega mansion. mansions for sale with massive secrets 42 mistakes people make when designing a kitchen it's a great site she's got her oj estate she's got her fixer upper in nashville which she fixed it up. She's got Jim Laurel Canyon Bachelor Pad. I don't really know what that's about. Pacific Palisade Estate. That's nice. I think maybe that's where she lives most of the time because there's lots of pictures of her in that one. And then the Malibu Farm, which has got a cinema room. This is crazy. But, mate, if you had all this, you'd have so much guilt. Oh, my God. You'd have so much Marxist guilt if you lived in any of these places. I don't know. I, I think I could just become right wing. It'd be fine. Wouldn't it be nice? I think I would like two houses. Would you? Where would they be? Yeah, I'd like one in London and then one elsewhere. A secret location. Maybe abroad. I don't know. Oh. Doing Miriam Margulies. Yeah, she's got a house in France, hasn't she? I don't know. She's definitely got one in New Zealand that she's at six months of the year. Mm. Oh, that'd be nice. I mean... Don't fucking blame her. Do what you like. See, that's a great that's a great thing to spend your money on. And that's the thing, and then people become landlords. And then that's it. It's game over. Slippery slope. If you were to buy a house in London, what, what borough would you choose? Limitless money. Oh, I'd, I'd buy in Hackney, I think. I really like Hackney. Or if I was really rich, I'd get like a flat in Soho. Just like, just be completely mad and have a flat in Soho. So I have a friend who got a big job. So she just decided to spend her entire fee on having a flat in Soho for six months. And I don't blame her. And she just had the best time. Kind of the best time. I think it got a bit intense. And then she was like, I'm glad that I'm leaving now. What bit of Soho do you know? I think really centrally. I don't know, mm. actually. In the maze. But I think you have the site problem of it's where everybody comes back to after a night out. Yeah. Oh, it would be so loud all the time. But not during Corona though. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that's true. Wave. We could just get out into the street and play a piano in the streets of Soho. And <laughs> why not? Sorry, that's referencing someone we can't talk about. Okay. Okay. Great. Well, we we talked about stuff. stuff that you didn't. Basically, go away and watch Big Little Lies and Little Fires Everywhere if you've got an Amazon Prime. If you don't, let me know. Feel free to use my login deep apparently you, you can, can't you can't keep doing this you can have a maximum of three accounts watching at one time so it will be a first come first serve situation right okay um, you'll have to start a rotor <clears throat> i would recommend watching big little lies first because i personally think little fires everywhere is better so it's better to have that as the pudding or you know when you save your chips to the end mm. they're both just fantastic fantastic shows it's good stuff it's good stuff and if you like watching rich people live their lovely lives the endless don't we all mm-hmm. if anyone wants to give me loads of money <laughs> to buy let me know house. i mean listen if you don't ask you don't get that's so true are we going yeah goodbye okay bye, bye. you've been listening to bitchin a podcast by tilly Steele and helen monks our music was by dave crib and our artwork was by luke w robson Great Big Owl dot com.